With the FNM Bank Arena set to open this summer, the big question is where will everyone park? Buck Dellinger, president and CEO of the Clarksville Montgomery County Economic Development Council, has three answers, and they add up to over 2,500 spaces within walking distance of the arena. He joins Charlie and Katie to talk about the parking plan on this episode of Clarksville's Conversation. Well, Buck, welcome back. Good to see you again. Thanks for having me. I'm not sure there's much going on to talk about, but I guess we could just try to drum up some ideas. There's always something, you know, you know, like I think a lot of people have questions about uh, parking. Well, we can talk (laughs) about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think parking and Riverside Drive and and child care. It wasn't that long ago you were in here, too. So things are moving fast. It's been it's been a couple couple months, maybe May. Oh, the last time I was here, yeah. we were talking about our first redevelopment district mm-hmm. that we were going yep. forward on, and uh, exciting news: we're going to start our second process to get our mm-hmm. second redevelopment district approved downtown, and we're looking at the Riverside Drive area between Turn Bridge and McClure, about forty eight acres along Spring Street, east and west of Spring Street, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, and the reason why we're moving forward with that project is because of the parking garage that we're moving forward with uh, next mm-hmm. to the F&M Arena. So tell us the redevelopment districts. Just kind of refresh our memory. What yeah. What is that? Why is that important? So redevelopment districts are strategic areas within, this, within the city or county yep. that, that are noticeably not at its highest and best use. And usually there's some reason why they're not naturally developing, whether they're a former industrial area or they're in a flood zone or they they need some density. But there's something going on there that that developers can't make it work from a financial perspective. And it's just stopping. And everybody looks at it and goes, why isn't something happening there? And the reason is there's something structural that's holding that development back. And so. We've we've you know the Vulcan area is, is the first, and we're yep. we're close to doing some great things there, and you know it takes time. Uh, Two Rivers Mall is another area that we're looking at. The Marina is the another one, but the the Turn Bridge is again between McClure Street yeah. and Turn yeah. Bridge area, right along the downtown, and so mm-hmm. that's about forty percent flood zone down yeah. there, mm-hmm. which means yeah. that we've got to overcome some some challenges on getting finance and getting that land prepared to develop on it and uh you know but it's important to develop the downtown area because yeah. the fnm arena is happening downtown the the downtown commons was super great for the, getting our restaurants absolutely and, uh, creating foot traffic down there for for uh, our downtown area and so lots happening uh, but there's some pieces that gotta need some help to pull it all together and and kind of create more density structured yeah. parking is kind of the key to that. Otherwise, we just have a lot of parking lots and not a lot of development. Hmm. So um, that that's we're looking at that. And you know, as we mentioned, whenever I talk about the F and M Arena the, to anybody in the community, they always want to come back and say, well, "What about parking?" What's, that is yeah. the number one question, yeah. isn't it? What, what's the parking plan? Everybody's excited about the F and M Arena. We know it's go, it's a it's going to be a great resource. It's going to create a lot of traffic. Uh, foot traffic and yeah. automobile traffic. So where's people going to park? And so that's what I want to chat a little bit about is we got three elements to support downtown parking for the FNM Maria, two structured garages and the Austin P surface parking lot. 
that are all around along College Street, Main Street, yeah. and Franklin Street. So let's talk about the two structured parking. Uh, yeah. Where are those going to be? You know, how many vehicles, all that stuff. So the there's one that's sponsored by the state and the county mm-hmm. and one that's sponsored by the city. The city is going to be behind the Roxy in front of the of the the, the county 911 center in front mm-hmm. of that area. Yep. Are they going to expand on the one they already have there? They, they will connect it. Okay. Okay, so you don't want to you just want to connect it, you don't want to expand for mm-hmm. different reasons the age of the existing one. So they're going to be right next to it. Mm-hmm. And it looks like that's going to be around 580 spaces. Okay. It'll, it'll those two will what they call communicate, which means you can drive across and connect those two garages in a couple different locations so that you've got more access in uh, egress mm-hmm. and and, uh, and access, you know, departure places. Uh, so that with the Cumberland garage, that will create about, you know, about 800 spaces okay. in that area. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, there's going to be a bridge, a pedestrian bridge that will connect the third deck to Franklin Street. So there'll be a covered deck mm-hmm. from Franklin Street to the own, own grade, yeah. own level yeah. to that garage. And so you park in, in either one of those garages. You take an elevator yep. down to level three, it looks like, and then you walk over to Franklin yeah. Street on a covered walk path. Now, uh, that's got to be coordinated with the entertainment center, that's being the the performing arts center mm-hmm. that could be yeah. under construction, so that that bridge is going to maybe be delayed depending on performing arts center mm-hmm. construction, but ultimately that's in the budget for either the garage or for the performing arts center. I, th- I think that's awesome because yeah. I do too because yeah. that that garage is going to really create more parking for all of our great retail restaurants on mm-hmm. Franklin Street. And that's probably going to be the the lowest cost parking option downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's that's really going to create and, and then you know foot traffic wise, if you're going to the F and M Arena, you're going to walk right past our our great restaurants and, and and great entertainment district into the entrance into the F and M Arena. And then when you leave. You leave. You know, you, you Austin P wins a big ball game, and we're A Sun champions. Yeah. And we, we leave the arena, and you walk back through our entertainment district, back through our restaurants, and you know you mm-hmm. you eventually get to your car and drive yeah. home safely. So uh, that's that's a great option there mm-hmm. that the city is working on. For I, I think that um, you know when we when we go to a place like Nashville, you know it's we don't think that much about pulling in a parking garage. Uh-uh. You know, we just kind of do it right or paying for parking yeah or paying for parking either one so i th- i think there's got to be i don't want to use the word education but there's got to be a learning curve for our community to trust in parking in a, in a parking garage versus just so you know i i'm guilty i always want to just pull up right to where i'm going and get out and walk in so i think there's got to be some kind of plan in place to help you know i don't want- I don't know if it's a learning curve or more than People don't like the change of them maybe having to walk an extra block or two to get somewhere, yeah, but that's part of it. I think you know, we just got to get got to get on board with it mm-hmm. because you do it everywhere else. And that's I correct. think it's 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 a comfort thing, you know. Meaning, 
when it, when I go to a Nashville or I go to some other town where I know I'm going to be looking for structure parking, I want to go to the same garage. Mm-hmm. The I one that, that I know how to go to yeah, and I know true. how to get out of mm-hmm. and I know, you know, what lefts and rights I got to walk to to get to the Bridgestone Arena or get mm-hmm. to yeah. whatever my, the honky tonk I'm going to or, or hey, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a bit of comfort involved in that. And, and people are going to we, we've just not had to learn that mm-hmm. that lesson yeah. of how to get into town, how to park, how to get to my event or venue turn around and kind of take yeah, it back home from that's there. That's right. Uh, once we, we figure that out and kind of establish that, I think people will get, get comfortable. Yeah. Once I do it once or twice, they'll be comfortable yeah, with it. I think so. And then, and then you talked about the, the parking garage down by the arena. Right. So tell us a little more detail so, about that. So this is the F&M Bank Arena. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm referring it to the arena, as, and it's, sure. it's going to be in, in front of the Riverview Hotel right now. Mm-hmm. It's 720-ish spaces. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we're not exact on all that. You know, there's an exact plan, but once you build things, you lose and gain spaces in your six or seven decks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's 720 spaces. It'll be right across the street from the F&M Arena. There's an F&M kiosk right now that used to be available for drive through ATM. It'll, mm-hmm. be, it'll be parallel to College Street. And... Uh, and it'll be right there going in. You know, you can get to two of the three main entrances yep. into the F&M Arena from, from that corner. Uh, so it will be uh, ready in uh, breaks ground. Uh, I'm sorry. It'll be ready in the winter of 24. So our first events... Uh, well, 24, not 23. 20, uh, July 23 is our first F&M uh, Bank Arena mm-hmm. event. Correct. Yeah. So parking will be, structured parking will be available in winter of, t- or late 23, early 24. Okay. All for right. these two garages. So, uh, well, that's, that's been a big, a big project. And for the, for the state to jump in there yeah. and help us with some funding on that, that's a, that's a big kick in the pants for us, for sure. I agree with you on that. Well, $14 million. Yeah. And, and, you know, in the state, they recognize uh, that they've got a lot to, you know, 9.5% sales tax, and with 7% of that, seven, you know, yeah. it goes to the state. There's a lot of retail, uh, and there's a lot of sales tax going to be created by downtown Clarksville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah uh, for sure. And so the, the state recognizes that, and they were, uh, you know, threw in a lot of, you know, almost uh, two-thirds of those dollars. Yeah. And yeah. the rest of that will be financed by a developer. And so, uh, you know, it's uh, and, and the county is going to ultimately own that that garage after yeah. mm-hmm. a couple of Decades. You know, you talked about the redevelopment district on Riverside Drive and that parking garage, but I think the arena has also brought in more development opportunities with the hotel and and out there in there in front between the hotel and the arena. Right. So there's a lot of opportunity out there. Yes, but it's it's and it's it's all going to come together. I mean, it 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 all speaks to our quality of place yep. here in Clarksville. Yeah, you know, it attracts uh, folks from around the the world, literally, 
they come here and they go, you know, why do I want to bring my company here? Why do I want to start my business here? Why do I want to bring my family members yeah. here? And they, the, the quality of life, quality of place is, you know, what is our entertainment opportunities? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's our hotel opportunities? Where, where would my, my friends and family stay when they came to, to see us and we go to an event? And so yeah. uh, economic activity creates economic energy yeah. and economic buzz. And, you know, it's, it's I think uh, in wherever this has happened in the state or in other places, people have always benefited yeah. from it. Yeah. It's, now, there's, a, there's an adjustment period. In all of this, uh, but uh, there's a lot of opportunity here yeah. to make this, you know, a really fun place. I mean, it's already fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, once we have this arena, hotel, parking, you know, it's going to create a lot of uh, economic and tax base mm-hmm. uh, positive aspects for the community. So was this parking garage a callus for the second t- district because it butts up to it basically? Exactly, okay. and it's, it's centrally located, mm-hmm. and it's in the sort of the middle of that. But it's you know by with again without structured garages, then it's really difficult to build buildings when you're limited by surface parking. There's some zoning and and code requirements for mm-hmm. the amount of parking per square foot of development. And we're kind of maxed out on some of that until we build some structured Some parking. of these garages. So you build structured garage, you get to bring in more retail, you get to bring in more density, you mm-hmm. get to, then you start leaning in to where someone that's looking at a multifamily project that might be on the river can go, okay, Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let us do this. We've got. I can. I can get the rents to support this. I can get the value of the product to support this. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do some more development along the river. We got. We've got this great asset that's called the Cumberland River. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's yeah. beautiful. It's it beautiful. You're going to have this great sun sunset uh, every day, and uh, and you're in a good part of town. And oh yeah, continue to develop things down here. Go no, ahead. go ahead. So you mentioned both garages, but you touched on parking at Austin P. So let's talk about that for a little bit. How many spots will Austin P? So, so what we're looking at is twelve hundred surface parking. Okay. Spaces. So we're looking within, at almost twenty seven hundred parking spaces. Yeah, between the, mm-hmm. between all three. Mm-hmm. And for you know, we we had a I don't want to mention the name, but we did have some consultants look at what it how many parking spaces you need for fifty five hundred. Uh, seat arena mm-hmm. and it was to not it's like 1250 okay because not everybody yeah. you, most people are going to carpool, know, carpool yeah, go one or friends. two people mm-hmm. together yeah uh, some are going to walk over from campus and th- these are parking consultant experts so mm-hmm. yeah no the 1250 uh, did not include the parking so each event at the fnm arena is going to take 300 people to run that arena mm-hmm. so those are 300 jobs that for that afternoon, night, Saturday, weekend event. And then we've got the additional retail and entertainment stuff that's going on downtown that's mm-hmm. that, that we're trying to make sure we've got enough parking for everybody. But we don't want to have enough parking for – if we build for the maximum worst case, then mm-hmm. we're going to overbuild for most of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you kind of want to go, where is that – that 70 to 80% sweet spot on full capacity. And then on yeah. those, you know, 
once in a in a blue moon where everybody is maxed out. It's the worst day. Well, you're going to have something at F&M Arena and then also the Roxy. Right. You never know. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it's in the Roxy sold out in the F&M Arena. It's the, you know, conference mm-hmm. championships, NCAA tournament's going to win, win a bid to the NCAA tournament that night. From your mouth to God's ears. And so <laughs> those are, you know, if that happens, yeah. then we'll, we'll figure it out. But otherwise, because otherwise you, you kind of overbuild. Yeah. And, you know, the cost of a parking space, a structured parking space, by the way, is about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a space. Oh wow. Yeah. Right. So yeah. you, you overbuild a hundred spaces mm-hmm. for that once every five year event, then you yeah. know, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah. you kind of want to find that. So so with the APSU overflow parking lots, which are about two and a half blocks away. We're talking about the ones up and down the road there, not like you got to hike it all the way from Fortera Stadium. No, no, no. no. We're we're talking about the ones that are on Mm -hmm. uh, College Street, Main Street, Mm -hmm. you know, down past Regional Mm -hmm. Planning Commission. Uh, The actual walkable spaces. Right. It used to be Jenkins and Wynn parking Mm -hmm. lots, either from the, Mm -hmm. you know, there's those different brands. And so, you know, that's, that's, when I, we, we talked about Bridgestone. I mean, that's still closer than where I park at Bridgestone. Right. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now it's a, it's, it's a, it's a different arena. It's more than 18,000 people. But, uh, you know, I think that's hopefully for most people, they can, they can, they can do that walk. Yeah. From, well, hopefully most people APS. are hearing this and they're reassured that it's all going to be okay. That's right. We that's will have some good. parking. Yeah. Be good. Well, you know, we've talked, we focused, focused a lot on downtown, but you've got things going all over the county mm. so kind of kind of give us an update on on some things out maybe in the industrial park or you know just some cool stuff you can share with well, us. well we've hopefully you know han cook it's we we've known when when han cook first came here they they planned for a couple expansions mm. mm-hmm. uh, and so we've always had it kind of cooked into our development schedule our thinking that there's going to be some more expansions and so the they they're moving forward on their second expansion, which they had already promised to do, and they're going to do a third expansion almost simultaneously. So it's, those are that's a, about uh, twelve hundred total new jobs yeah. for Han Cook. That's that's exciting. It's going to come in over a two to three year period. Okay. Yeah. So that that'll work itself into our our employment schedule, and uh, hopefully we can absorb those really well. Uh, FedEx is starting to hire for the Christmas period mm-hmm. uh they'll set up set up a temporary facility in the in their parking lot of the building that they're building on Inter- international boulevard they they think they're going to have ultimately be about 250 to 300 jobs uh for Clarksville the good news is after talking to that company they're they're saying oh, there's a lot of Clarksville people that go to Nashville and Murfreesboro and work in other FedEx facilities yeah i think we can bring bring those folks back home uh, and yep. so that and mm-hmm. save them the drive to Nashville or other other locations that that are good FedEx employees. Uh, you know we're real real excited about our child care. That's yeah. a, that's a yeah. hard task. Uh, Shea Hopkins has has moved heaven and earth to try to get a, a facility into our in, in part of our industrial park. That's sort of our service area part of the park. There's some restaurants already down mm-hmm. there. Popeyes, Burger King, going to be yeah. a Taco John's. And near there is a Jero, yeah. our, our, our fire station is around that vicinity is going to be a, a child care facility. And that's to 
you know, partly for the community and partly mostly to help our industrial partners bring the workforce back to work yeah. that might have lost, their, you know, an opportunity to work during the, the pandemic when childcare capacity went down and they can't get their kids back in childcare, or if they went to, they had some time off and had a new child and can't get back in because there's not childcare availability. So uh, we're r- real excited about that. This, you know, kind of a leading yeah. effort within the country. We, you know, ultimately that could have up to 800 kids out there. That's a super large facility, mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll, we'll bring that in in phases over the next mm-hmm. couple of years. And, uh, have we, are, are we ready to announce who's going to be building that or anything? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's been that the youth Academy okay. was chosen. I, I and, knew that. I just didn't know if I was supposed to say that. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's, it's official. And, <laughs> okay. Um, so the, the youth Academy is, is, you know, that was a national process and, you know, people from across the that are child care professionals were on the committee to review those mm-hmm. uh, requests for proposals, those proposals. And uh, the Youth Academy, mm-hmm. you know, a, a generally local company was able to uh, to win that competition and they've they've accepted that opportunity. Good. It's a good opportunity for her. Mm-hmm. No th- doubt. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we close? No, we're, we're you know, we're we're busy and uh, which is great. You know, it's a good problem to have, is it? Right, but you know we're 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 selective about the opportunities that that we mm-hmm. bring into our community. We're not out there, you know. If, if we're we're looking for the wages that help us. We're working for the job skills that help us. We're looking for those opportunities where we can leverage our great education system, whether yep. it's the high school, college, technical schools. What are they great at? How does that marry well with with our with our industry, with our mm-hmm. business. And yeah, we, you know, all of this creates, besides what's going on in industrial park, all the places in between see our growth and they're interested in bringing those national, regional retail also into our community yeah. that, that fit the overall income level and economic activity that support bigger uh, enterprises. Yeah. So it's, you know, but again, it all gets weave, woven into our, our fabric of, of, uh, of what we're trying to do and, you know, working with the city and the county and the mayors and the regional planning commission to, to land all this to where it has the least impact on the community with positive, mm-hmm. with positive uh, goals. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you being here. It's yeah, thank you for great, joining us again. A lot of great info. With everything going on, I have a feeling we'll see you in about 30 days. <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Appreciate right. you. Yeah, right, thank thanks, you. Bye. Subscribe to Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.